Okay, so um, so we left off kind of in the middle of a paragraph, so we'll take a half a step back. And there's um, Hashem, take a full big step forward. Who knows, maybe we'll even finish the parak. Vihinei, Akashia Donu Zeh. Novin Miyad, now that we know this, that he laid out the plan of how to relate to the physical world, so we're going to immediately understand Homer HaMitzvah Asher Aleinu, that's the obligation he spoke about in the beginning of the parak. is the Chovoso Be'olamo, person's obligation in his world. V'yikar HaAvoda Asher Be'yadeinu, and the preciousness, I mean, the preciousness is what? The tremendous value that it'll bring me. <laughs> yeah? Um, that's the, that's the, what a person should put, Mabatove umagamato. That's the, that's what I want, that's the preciousness. Kihinei, Eileheim, Haim Tsoyim, because these things, these mitzvahs that we're involved in, this is the only way that we are going to be able to reach our shleimus. Call him so. You can't just be a one-note wonder. You can't just be like that one guy who, like, you know, he's, he's got this incredible, you know, jump shot, but that's it. You know, you just uh, you can't do anything else. That, that, that's not how it works. Because since we're looking for shleimus, Hashem wants a person who's a shalem. So you need to play the full, you know, the, all, all the notes on the on the piano, right? You got you to... Go across. How many octaves are, in, are there on the grand piano? I don't know, but there are 88 keys on the piano. I'll tell you that much. It's 11 octaves. What? 11. 11. 11 octaves. Okay, that that's a lot. That's a lot to master, right? So, you need the kibbutz kol ha'emtsoi. You need to hit them all together. Asher nimtsou v'asher shimshu which are going to all serve together to help us to reach our goal. Which, by the way, we say that Chazal that, uh, say, Hashem wanted to increase the merit of the Jewish people, and therefore He, incre- he, he uh, increased for the number of mitzvahs. So some of Farshim ask, I don't get it. Uh, he made more mitzvahs. Okay, so how is that going to help? He's just going to, more mitzvahs, more opportunity to potentially mess up. It's hard, it's hard to get 11 octaves worth, right? 88 notes, Paul? Keys. 88 keys, yeah. 88 keys, that's a lot of keys. And they also have the half ones, right? The, the you got the pedals. 88, 88 white keys or 88 total keys? 88 total keys. And there's not a lot of octaves. Okay, we'll let you work this out, and we'll tell your father... We'll tell your father. Don't worry. <laughs> what? Okay. So, so the point is that seemingly it's a kasha, right? These tremendous number of mitzvahs makes it very, very difficult to be successful. On the contrary, if Hashem wanted to be Lazakus as Yisrael, 
You know, he should, he should give us one mitzvah, putting on tefillin, and that's it. You know, the guy wakes up in the morning, he puts on the tefillin, that's it. Free as a bird for the rest of the time. So, the answer is no. That, that's, that, that would be, the, the morale explains that that would be, maybe it would be easier to succeed, but you'd be a spiritual midget. Right, you have the, exactly the number of mitzvahs that you have, that's the number of faculties with which you could perceive Hashem. Those are the number of places in which we have, we experience revelation from Hashem. So you have a tiny little, you know, head of a needle, you know, a, a, a pin of a needle of a revelation of Hashem. Here's the only thing you know about Hashem. He likes film. That's the only relationship you have to Hashem, the film. That's a very small, that's a very small Jew. It's a very small person. You, you have dvekos only in this one regard. So therefore Hashem gave us this incredible number of mitzvahs. Right? All these mitzvahs. And Chazal found many, many more allusions and asmachtas and little facets and extensions and expansions of these mitzvahs. So we have so many mitzvahs and through all of these, that's where we relate to Hashem. So a person wants to be an Adam HaSholem, you need the kibbutz HaMitzvahs. Right? And, and by the way, just an opportunity to say that people tend to, not surprisingly, um, everyone has his worldview. Um, and it has to do with Yeshua Shana Some people are more connected to the Amud HaTorah, other people are naturally connected to the Amud of Avoda, other people are naturally more connected to the Amud of Gemilus Hasadim. And of course, within each Amud, there's many, many subcategories. And so, uh, certain things resonate with certain people. You have to be careful not to allow the Yitzhahar to say, yeah, yeah, this was important. The rest of it is like, ah, whatever, that, that's, that's, for, that's for wimps. Or, you know, that, that's for Litvax. Or, oh, that's just for Hasidim. Or, or that's just for, uh, you know, Dachilumi. Uh, you know, that. Whatever it may be, right? There's a, a, just because something comes more naturally to me doesn't mean that I shouldn't be working on the other things. Yeah. What about okay. mitzvahs that supposedly connect, connected all mitzvahs? Right. So those, as long as you just get one of those, then you're good. Right. That's what I thought. Okay. If you if you just wear trailers, you're good to go. You don't even have to wear film. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> yeah. So that, is is that, in a way, <coughs> encompassing all of your one's relationship with Hashem, though, to a certain extent, if they say that? that A certain extent. A certain extent, okay. Yeah. Uh, either they allude to all of them, or they help you remember to do the other ones, or they, they somehow uh, relate. But <coughs> everything has its role, right? So uh, an umbrella, I mean, totally... Is, contains you to so to speak you're completely underneath the umbrella but it's not it won't be in the place of a, of a good winter coat right okay so yeah so that's that's the that's what he wants over here the kibbutz of all these emtsoim together and not only that so you're thinking okay fine I'm gonna be careful I'm gonna make sure to get every mitzvah I'm even gonna you know get the eagle roof right the, the, the what was it 
you know, these these rare mitzvahs that people fly halfway across the world to find this mitzvah. It's a, well, like um, the recently. Well, Shiloh HaKain, Shiloh HaKain, they have more exotic ones than that. Uh, Rashi Sagez, they do, right? The, the first shearing of the, giving the, from the first shearings of the sheep to the Kohanim. There's all sorts of things that people, people like to pursue to, 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 to have a mitzvah, right? Okay, that's, again, so that's what he's going to do. He's going to make sure, he's a checklist, he's very, very diligent, he's an accountant. He's going to make sure to get one of each. Yeah? No, no, no. In accordance with how strong these different faculties are, and what they're used for, that's what's going to determine what's going to come out of them. It's, there's a... There's a uh, it also depends on how, with, with what intensity you do it. And we spoke about this before. This is a big line over here. V'kol hefresh, cotton, she'yim tzabem any tiny little difference that will be in the emtsoim, meaning the mitzvahs, right? The mitzvahs or, or avodas Hashem, more correctly put, because many things are not officially titled as mitzvahs, but they become mitzvahs since, since it is Avodos Hashem. So any aspect of Avodos Hashem, if, if uh, there's a small amount of difference, Tivachin Toldoso, you'll be able to clearly distinguish the verur, the, the results. The results are going to be drastically different, and like I told you guys before, in the Seder Vikua, he says, Harbe, there's going to be a big difference. Small differences in the mitzvahs make a big difference in the results. But somebody who doesn't perform this rare mitzvah of the shearing of the sheep, right? That aspect of you is not perfected. You need the guy who went and, you know what I mean, traveled thousands of miles. I don't know why there's a sheep farm. You know, you don't have to go thousands of miles for a sheep farm, but whatever, right? My point is, is that he's perfected a part of himself that is still deficient in what who hasn't done it. Right? Yeah, but they're, but they're one they're, second, one second. Let the rabbi answer. <laughs> you know, uh, do you have an answer for this? Do you? I'm just saying there are people that can do all the mitzvahs. Some people can't do some of the mitzvahs. So is that listen? Everybody can go to a sheep farm. Okay. No, no. I think what Paul is saying. What are you going to say about all those mitzvahs that you cannot do? Right. I don't know. I'm talking about this one. You know what I mean? I cannot, you know, um, do a woman's mitzvah. You know, I cannot do a kohen's mitzvah. Right. Right. So, ladies' mitzvah, king's mitzvah. Right, but I can do this, right? So the right. question is, one who hasn't done it, that aspect of himself, it hasn't been perfected, right? So first of all, we have to remember that we do have always at our disposal the vehicle of Talmud Torah, which Talmud Torah does allow us to um, to get these mitzvahs at least in. Uh, in the abstract, I mean, any mitzvah that you cannot do, but by learning about it, you do this mitzvah. You can do. Yeah, I'm just saying. Step number one: right. any mitzvah uh, about uh, learning it. Now, after that comes a cheshbon. If I have to give up, you know, five hours of learning, spend three thousand dollars of tzedakah money to go somewhere, you know, etc., to to do this, is that what Hashem wants me to do? Because the ultimate perfection is to be Eved Hashem. Do what Hashem wants me to do. Okay. 
So you just did what you said earlier. Shouldn't right? You said there's Torah, Avoda, Torah. You know what I mean? What? Why? Why is Torah more important than this? Hashem gave you this mitzvah, right? Why do you have to get five hours to build a sukkah? Right? It's a waste of time. I can go sit in a communal sukkah here, right? And same thing, right? You can say that about everything, right? Why get tzedakah? Let's learn about it. You know what I mean? The guy keep ringing my doorbell, you know? Okay. Right? The time I spent getting up, listening to him, reading his green card, writing him the check, listening to Hakka, you should get more, asking him, is there any more with you? All of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, Thinking to yourself, what's the point of telling him not to ring my doorbell at 9 o'clock? He's still going to do it anyways next time he comes (laughs) in here, right? I could learn. Here, so of course, there's fundamental difference between mitzvahs chiyuvis and mitzvah and mitzvah kayamus, right? Mitzvah that's an obligation on you, arba minimum, right? Sukkah. You can't just say, you know what? I'm obligated to build a sukkah. I'm just obligated to sit in one. To live in one. Okay. To live in one. To live in the fullest sense of the word. The fuller, I mean, clearly intent is that you should make this into your house. You should sleep in there, you should eat in there, you should spend your time in there. Uh, if there's some sort of communal sukkah, which is a nice place, a pleasant place where you can, you know, um, have a uh, have that type of an experience, um, then okay. Uh, again, there may be other inyanim, um Certainly, there's a mitzvah, there, there, it's shaykh to be in the yudu of a mitzvah of Yishu of Sukkah. So, there, uh, there is also shaykh uh, Zekhili Vanveyu, beautifying it. Um, also, there's, there's specifically with the Sukkah, the building of the Sukkah is a very unique thing. That's, uh, there's a big concepts behind it. But, um, whereas, whereas there's, you know, there certain mitzvahs that if you I'm not saying that there's no there's no value to it, but I, but certainly something that's not an obligation on you, uh, unlike davening and learning and doing gmuls chasadim, which is shaykh to every person and is incumbent upon every person. This, if you own a sheep farm, that is incumbent upon you, yeah. And certainly one shouldn't look for like sneaky ways out of those mitzvahs, right? Like oh, I'm going to take on a goyish partner, I'm going to give him five percent, so I don't have to. So I don't have to give the, you know, the different gifts to the Kohan. Kind of like if you, like with tzitzis, if you don't have a four-corner garment, you have to wear tzitzis. So that's what kind of way to get out of it. Kind of thing. Yeah, so with tzitzis, so, 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 so yeah, so the, with tzitzis, the, can there, theoretically, maybe a person could say, listen, the, but if you read in the Torah, you hear clearly that the Torah's kavana is that every person is wearing a four-corner garment. It says, you should put it on your garments. But, but what you're saying, Mitzvah so, so Kiyumis... It's it's kiyumis if you have you don't have the four corner but it's a kiyumis if you do have it. That's true, right? But 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 so maybe we should compare it to the case of Rachel's I guess that listen I don't I don't I don't, I don't own any sheep so I don't have to here also but here it's a bit different because you do own clothes so you just you just buying the types of clothes that don't don't have a mitzvah either buy clothes or do have a mitzvah. Nobody wears four corner garments. When was the last time you saw anybody wearing a tunic? Mavish. They probably throw him out of most shoes. The guy walked in with a toy. Sick in the head. So I'm, I'm serious, right? At least maybe by Sephardis there's some, you know what I mean, Bukhar, whatever. I don't want to go there, you know? But my point what, is... What's a tunic? Right? A katonis, right? A four-corner garment, a tunic. 
with a tachlis of duktuk. Kashir yiduktuku. Boy, I'm going to let you read the next few words because this was your question that you asked uh, last week. Read the next three words. No. Where are you? Shokle hazahav vehapninim lerov yikaram. Did you lose me? Yeah, I think I lost you. Okay. Um... Golden jewel. Yeah. So this is the answer to your question. Remember the question you asked last week? Which one? If the Ramchal is so big into running away from the emptinesses of this world, yeah. he picked a funny profession, you said, yeah. to, to make jewelry for people. Yeah. Right? To, he's cutting diamonds, and yet he's telling people, come on, like, are you, waste, you, serious, you serious? You want to waste your life? Um, you know, spend another year of your life working so you can, so your wife can have this you know diamond necklace. That's crazy, right? I'd never do that. And yet he's the one cutting the diamonds. Right. That was your question. Yeah. Listen to this. Yeah. He's saying the most incredible analogy you can have for a Vodas Hashem is to be a diamond cutter. No. That's what he the just most said. Incredible analogy is enough to walk down Forty Seventh Street and peer in the window for a second and keep walking. You don't need to be a diamond cutter to have this. This analogy. what he's involved with in the I whole day. You. I don't need to have a French fry factory to tell you about how. It's no, listen, like, listen. No, 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 he's like, telling you what. The whole chacham do it. It's not just wow, one jewel bring another. It's like all about this. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying you have to, you have to be, you have to weigh it up every tiny little bit of a difference. I, 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 I googled it listen to how it goes how much of a small difference makes such a big difference in these things right you have one diamond that weighs like you know half a gram more than another diamond and its price is like double okay like and, and then you add like another half a gram and the thing is like more expensive than, than your car right right like how many carrots there are in diamonds? Right? Yeah. The the price goes exponentially yeah. per carrot. Yeah, that's right. right. Not not overall per carrot it goes up. Yeah, right. Like, like, like right? four or five thousand dollars each carrot. And the ridiculous part of it depends on how big. Right, right. If it's a four carat diamond, it's more like it's more like it's fifty thousand yeah, dollars yeah. per carat. That's right. The sad thing is, is now they can just make them in a lab where they're perfect, whatever size you want. Okay, what fine, but but okay, let's leave that whatever this. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's still there's still uh, the diamond district in the yes. so, somehow I'm assuming still it hasn't fully uh, destroyed the diamond district. So, um, so 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 the point is that he's telling you this has to relate to mitzvahs. A tiny little difference makes doubles, triples the value of the mitzvah. And that's what he's involved with the whole day, the Ramchal. He's understanding that if I could just irk out, if I can cut this diamond a little bit better, I can get an extra, you know, third of a carrot. Okay, okay I picked the right, just the right shape. I doubled the price. That's the level which we have to relate to mitzvah. <laughs> what? 
So he's a hypocrite. The question still stands. I don't understand. The question still stands. He could be involved with making your mitzvah that much greater. He's cutting the stones. He's making... Wait, everyone has to make a living. Yeah. I hear. But his so step number one. In the ultimate of Gashmias, the representation of Gashmias, what he's giving you is, is, is where he's making his living. Yeah. I don't want to be attacking him. I'm just, but what if, you know? like, what if he's like, his trade... He's very good at cutting diamonds. So okay. give that up just because he's cashmere. Wait, you saying I don't think he, was he a diamond cutter in Italy as well? He became a diamond cutter, I think, when he got to Amsterdam. Okay. Okay. So it's not like he had this innate, like you know, the Mozart. I don't. Okay. Was it? You know, okay. when he was okay. nine okay. years old, he was cutting. You know. What I'm oh, saying? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to digress because but, we're getting. Anyway, some, but, but the point saying. is yeah. that Ramchal had a tremendous appreciation, firsthand appreciation for how calculating and exacting we have to be from the analogy. He tells us this is the analogy we have to carry with us. And he was a living, breathing example of this. He was constantly... Cause I, I, I'm, I hear, I'm, you know, I just think that, you know, any guy who went to go find an engagement ring acquired that appreciation. You don't have to spend your career cutting diamonds. But then you forgot about it. I, I mean, until the 10-year anniversary or something. Yeah, whereas well, well, like we said, if you're if you're involved in something about smother, okay, listen, take it or leave it. I think it's an incredible thing. That's uh, did he did he ever buy it? Did he ever buy one of his diamonds and give it to his wife? Did he have a wife? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have, I have no reason to believe he did. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Isn't he still I understand that. It's not like he's selling heroin, guys. Like, <laughs> hello. No, but he's talking he's about the, the you have selling to a beautiful turn away from the material world. Yeah. He's creating material objects. Anything you do for a living, you're creating material objects. What about you? I am someone who's supported by the community. He clearly had it was not going to be supported by the community. Been a woodcutter. He could have been a house builder. He could have been. A yeah, that would leave a lot of time for Talmud. That, that would leave a lot of time for learning Torah. I, I don't know how much diamond cutters <laughs> work. I don't know. They work less hours. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying. It's a pretty highly like you know, if you put it like this. If you have a raw diamond and you want someone to cut, he could have been a diamond cutter. Listen, Boris, 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 Boris. Could have been a you know. Yeah. You don't usually become a doctor like this, okay? That is not so simple to become a doctor. It's not as different. Uh, difficult, you know. The Rambam was a doctor like that. He did become a doctor. Okay. All right, your voice. <laughs> let's 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 let's, Woo, let's tough let's, crowd. Let's, Unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> He wanted a molocha kalavunakia. You don't spend a lot of time. It's exacting. It's honest. You do a good job. You get paid very well. You get a lot of time to learn. And you get to be constantly thinking Musar Haskell. I think it's a beautiful job. Okay. If I wasn't a rabbi, I strongly consider becoming a diamond cutter. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't need to sit over there in the high real estate. Go wherever you want. Okay. So we have learned from this. Sorry, so he told us some noldos, but Miti, right? So he's saying that the real benefits of the, of the diamonds and the, and the jewels come when you really get it just right. Vayakar and Nitzki, Shane Yakar, Lemalimimen. So this is what I wanted to say before Boris derailed me, is that he's telling you one 
if, if you can manage to be mechaven on your next mitzvah, you're talking about quadrupling, or or who knows how much more the value of that mitzvah. It's not just like a little thing. For every tiny bit of extra that you can irk out, you're you're tremendously increasing the value. It's something that we should really spend efforts in doing. So we've learned from this. So the purpose of man is to do mitzvahs, to serve Hashem, and to withstand the temptation, the, the challenge. But, uh, from this, every, everything or just... From everything. This is, this is somewhere from everything. Okay. everything. And so, so this is, he's telling you what, he's going back now to the beginning of the parak. Told us in the beginning of the parak two things, and then the second thing breaks down to two more things. First, he said, it's important for us to know, what is a person's obligation in this world? And then, second of all, and to what should I place? My mabato, we said back then, that was the that was the intellectual vision, and magamato and my yearning, right? So first of all, what am I supposed to do down here? What's my obligation here? And for over there, for the final destination, to keep that vision and that yearning for over there. That's what he said. That's what a person, if you want to have correct avodas Hashem, that's what you have to do. You have to have it clear by you. What are you supposed to be doing here? What's your purpose and what's your yearning? So he says over here, what are you supposed to be doing in this world? Working. Specifically? L'kayim. You're right. So L'kayim. Over here, I'm reading in the text. You're right. I'm reading in the text. L'kayim. Mitzvahs. To fulfill mitzvahs. Vala avod. And to serve Hashem, amod and to withstand the challenge. That's what you're supposed to do in this world. Now, what about that vision, and what about that yearning? What about the 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 mabato umagamato? So that's the next part. It's coming up soon. Now he takes a short. Since he said lamod binisayon, so he's going to say this is, a, I think, an important sentence, especially for for what Yosef has been pushing me on. And the pleasures of this world, it is not fitting they should be to him, except to help and, and uh, to assist only. So he should have tranquility of spirit and of mind. So he's not saying here that you have to take just the bare minimum. You know what I mean? I got to talk to him. You eat only have to almond. take. He's only have to take to be relaxed and to be relaxed. Yeah, to be relaxed, now, to be comfortable. Whatever is necessary for Avodah Hashem, Lema'an yuchel, in order that you should be able lefanos libo to turn your hand, your heart, meaning your attention, el havoda hazos. To the true service, Hamutelos Alav, which is incumbent upon him. Taking anything more than that is a distraction. 
taking this is good. He's saying, I need this right now. If that's genuine, if that's genuine, that you need this right now for Avodah Hashem, then that's good. If, if it's helping you, then that's good. If it's not helping you, if it's not genuine, then it's distracting. One is emotional and one is intellectual. Nachas Ruach is emotional and Yeshua Das is intellectual. Sorry? Can't hear you. Physical? You're saying, like, if you're. Did Ramchal just pother me from worrying about nutrition? No, what he's saying is that it's okay for you to. I think he's talking about the Hano. He's talking about the pleasures of this world. The, the, well, why should a person eat a cookie? That's what really this boils down to. Why should a person eat uh, a brownie? What is the conditions that I need, that, that I can have a brownie? That's what, that's what people want to know. The people that are asking that question, right, have to be honest with themselves and say, and, and, and say I have to introspect and I have to ask myself, is it because I want to eat a brownie and I'm going to find a pretext? Or is it that... I'm going to find a what? Pretext? Pretext. Yes. Pretext, like a excuse. It's, uh, you know, Malava Balka. <laughs> you know? It's poor. It's an owner. Yeah. So, uh, you, what do you mean? I'm about to come home. I have to be in very good mood for my wife. You know, so I should be able to... Uh, no, why don't you just think about... How much you love your wife, that'll put you into a good mood. Not necessarily, the answer is not always the brownie. Again, it could be the brownie. Well, that's, well, that's a brownie, it's, it's at a five second interval. Like, you enjoy it for five seconds and it's over. It's like a cigarette for those who smoke. Oh, seriously? No, for those who Okay, so there you are, right? It's a cigarette. Yeah, well, are you laughing at a cigarette, but the brownie you're taking very seriously. Okay. It's, it's, oh, there's no laughing at the cigarette. It's the same thing. It's whoever has the, the pleasure of it. So, so, so the point is, if this is genuinely what you need, and again, he has expressed very strongly, he's about to say again, the tithes of Olamaze are essentially obstacles, are essentially distracting a person. So the more you can, little by little, you know, scale it back, the better. But if a person needs it, whatever a person needs, in order to have Nachas Ruach, and Yeshua does, then that's great. Then, 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 then you should do that because that's 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 l'shem shemaim. And when you mechav in l'shem shemaim, that itself is a mitzvah. As we spoke about, as long as it's kosher and you need it for a vote of Hashem, and you mechav for that, it becomes a mitzvah. Yeah. Now, but he's going to say soon, again reiterating the previous point, not not you know, for Boris not to take this uh, you know check as a blank check to the bank, you know. He's, Cashing out all the omnum. Uh, However, it is fitting for a person that his entire attention, where he's facing, pniato means or you're, you're facing, you're, where you're looking, where you're focusing your attention, rak labore is borach, only to the Creator, blessed be He. And he shouldn't have any purpose, acher, that is other than 
Hashem Bukol Maise Sheyase in all the actions that he does this corresponds to Sheyasimabato remember my obligation in the world is to, avoid, to do a vote of Hashem. What's my mabato? What is my vision? What, what, my, what is my intellectual goal? The tachlis? It's to better understand Hashem. It's always looking to Hashem. Always trying to see Hashem. And then finally... Im katan im gadol Ela She His karev alav yizborach Sorry, apologies, I skipped this She lo ye lo Shum tachlis No, so this was already Meaning when he Let me read it again Am v'amnam Ra'ui lo she ye Kol So All of his attention should be turned Rak le borei yizborach That's the mabato my attention is over there. That's intellectual. My attention, my thoughts are focused over there. In addition to that, what do I want? What, what's my rattle? What do I yearn for? That's the magamato. That's my yearning. I shouldn't, the result, what I want, I should have no other result besides this. In everything he does. In Kotanim Gadol. Ella just to come close to him, that's the Asei, that's the Asei Tov, and to break all the barriers between me and Hashem, that's the Sur Meira, that's to remove the bad the obstacles, meaning I want to get closer to Hashem, that's the Asei Tov, and to break all the obstacles, that's the Sur Meira. What are the obstacles that are standing between us and Hashem? They are all the concepts of physicality. What? Humrius comes from a language of like a chamor, something that's coarse, coarse physicality. Gashmias comes more from the language of Geshem, of rain, which is more of a more of a refined physicality. I mean, the, if you're going to draw a distinction, um, I believe I heard this from Rav Gershenfeld about 15 years ago. Then the Humrius is the more negative way to refer to it, and Gashmias is the more positive way to refer to it. Meaning, meaning Gashmias is the way to refer to those things. Right, or get trapped in exactly. So, so we have to break these mechitzes, which are what the inyanim of the chumris. So therefore, if you start indulging in the brownies, and the whole time you're saying, "I'm such a big tzaddik, I'm, I'm like the happiest man around," because I'm constantly eating brownies, right? No, you're, 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 you're you, know, you got your head buried in the brownie cake, right? You, you, you can't turn up to Hashem when the whole time you're in the you're in the brownies, right? Is there any to have delicious foods? Dafka on Shabbos so that one can appreciate how amazing Hashem is? Because of course. It's a mitzvah. It's called Oli Shabbos. Right. So is that... Yeah, sure. Is that... We should left that out into the week? Yeah. Those are called leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought you meant Al Tosavos Shabbos. 
you say, can, can you can you say can you rest can you rest on like three days out of the week and just work four days? No, you mean can't. is great. Can I use that same idiom of saying like I'm going to add some salt and ketchup to my hamburger because it's delicious on Wednesday? Kind of like Shabbos. Wednesday has nothing to do with Shabbos, but it's it's, it's it only gives me I don't know, it gives me nachos broth. Oh, if it give, if it gives you nachos broth, then yes. Nachos broth or Yishuv Adas, either one. What is it? Is what we're, is, it's not. We're talking about oneg, right? Shabbos is oneg, not nachos broth. It's not. It's not. It's not like a hashem turns into something else. Right. right? Exactly. Uh, only Shabbos is only Shabbos. Right. So now uh, you can't do that during the week. Allah, Allah, if he does say. He does say, um, in uh, my review cool, he does say a person who is expert in Kabbalah is capable of doing such things. There's <laughs> always a rabbinic exemption. Always. <laughs> always a backdoor. <laughs> Are we, are we kidding ourselves a little bit? I mean, when I, when I, I, I can't speak with all these other Russian people at this table, but, and Gary Shulman and all the other Russian people, but I personally, when I'm eating whatever it is, it is for Shabbos, I'm not thinking about eating Shabbos. Like, under the Shabbos, I'm thinking it's because it's delicious and salty and sweet, whatever it is, and, and greasy. Is that okay? Or do I have to have a... Pretext for it. Pretext? Pretext you already have. Well, the, do you <laughs> buy things that you on Shabbos you don't buy on a regular day? Like, do you eat? Sure. Okay. No, but no one is saying that it's just like this. I, I don't think it's true with him, but let's say theoretically there's a guy. He just. Ryan Lopiansky spoke about a case like this. He said, there's one guy in Shiva. Like a, a bucker, and he, he's like takes up two seats, right? And he's saying the entire Oleg Shabbos just like the Kavu Shabbos cold. He's like, come on, like just don't say the Kavu Shabbos cold, okay? Like that's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find out like how precise we have to be here. You want to eat? You want you want you want to pick out? Go ahead and pick out. But don't don't blame Hashem right. for it. Right. Um, okay. First of all, I think you're being hard on yourself. Yeah. I, um, I'm, not, I'm just trying to find what the distinction is. What, what is what is? Let's put it Shabbos? like this. Let's put it like this. At least on Shabbos, it, there is the segulas hayom is that it is possible to have that only Shabbos. Just like on Purim. Right, because I'll say someone who can drink and not get drunk, Gimorin Sanhedrin says, is he has he he must have the das of the shivim zikenim. He has a tremendous, powerful, tremendously powerful das. Aye, but we're all supposed to do that on Purim. He says on Purim is a special day where you get siyata deshmaya that if you do it right and you're and you really try and you're a tzaddik, you 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 you'll manage to do it. You did not get drunk, right? Even though you drink. But to still stay connected to spirituality. So on Shabbos, you 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 could you could you could you, uh, you could have that only. So why is that when we take a look at the brachas, the Yaakov gave the shot of the brachas, for example, for Yehuda, is that your eyes are going to be red with wine and your teeth white with milk? They're all very materialistic brachas, right? And I'm sure that for sure you can you know there's there's drush that it's really it's not materialist it's 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 ruchnias. 
right? But that's not what the Pasuk says. It could have said, you know what I mean? You will learn Torah like no one else and have the most, you know, givaldic, you know, uh, you know, voice, right? So, but, 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 but it seems like they're like enjoying life, having a good, like, you know, simplicity, right? It, it, in a material sense as well, it seems to be part of the Ruch. During the six days or in Shabbos? Yaakov did not seem to differentiate when he gave the Yom Kippur, for example. You know, if we go through, there's lots of other parts of Torah, right? It's not a land of yeshivas and kololim, it's a land flowing with, you know, holovodvash, right? I, I'm not disputing that, I'm just saying, that's the bracha, right? <laughs> and and Yisachar is meant to be a donkey. Well, I don't think that he meant Binyamin is going to be, you know, stealing, you know, chickens from behind the coop. So right? rather, we, we must but say again, what? We again, must say what? No, no, no. Obviously, there, there's analogy. That there's right? a physical, the, a bracha you know, the, is described in the most concrete physical terms, you know, so, so it should be kind of like heavy in your hand, so you could, you, but, but clearly alluding to... The, all the all, all, all the all the more spiritual things. Now, of course, it does mean the land will produce in plenty. Parshas Parshas Akev. What's the point? You just need the wealth. bare minimum. You don't need the wealth. You just need the bare minimum, and that is going to be better for you. The wealth is going to be a negative. So why are you giving people this negative? First of all, so you can support a very hardy population, and they should all be well nourished. And they should all not be like killing themselves working. They should be easy to to sustain yourself and work, right? If you have like nice vineyards, you make good wine, you sell it to all the goyim, and like you you, you live you live uh, very nice. And then besides that, if you reach the madriga of of being a person who is capable of being mekadesh to physical, which on a deeper level it is talking about that person who has reached the Madriga of Kedusha, which we're going to, Bezos Hashem, we see out of the Shemaya, chapter 26, our boy said, we're, we're, we're all on our way, chapter 26, just another 25 chapters to go, and we will be holding by that Madriga of Kedusha, where one will be able to do it, but all of that is going to be Bebechinas Avodos Hashem, but anything other than Avodos Hashem is a distraction, as the Ramchal has very clearly demonstrated, someone comes and tells you, you know, what you're meant to do is you're meant to become rich and fat and indulge in Eretz soil. Al-Tamin. Don't believe him. It's not true. He's lying to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't understand. What exactly is Onik Shabbos? And why can't I have it during the rest of the week? You can't have it the rest of the week because the rest of the week is not Shabbos. On Shabbos you can have it because, like the Rashi says in the Zechus Beitza, that the Neshama Yaseir that you have has an extra ability to uplift the food that you eat. Having more Neshama allows you to interact with more Gashmis and still stay connected to the recognition that it's all from Hashem and that Hashem did all this to, for you. Because the Gashmias, listen to this, the Gashmias becomes tuffled to the Ruchnia. The Gashmias doesn't as easily dominate the scene. During the week, if a person does that, he gets caught up in the Gashmias. There's nothing, you don't stand a chance. Again, unless you're a big Makubu. During, during on Shabbos, because of the Shama Yaseira, you're so much more powerful. 
then you can stay connected to the recognition that Hashem created this whole world for me to enjoy, to benefit from. He loves me as you enjoy that food. And that's the mitzvah. Okay, we have eight minutes. Do we want to finish the parak? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, so we said that one should break all the barriers. It's a good thing we're learning with social charm, huh? I mean, how often do you get to grapple with these types of questions? Every time he eats. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, I'm serious. I'm serious. Is the Ramchal, yeah, you know, like, I'm saying, okay. Maybe the Ramchal was wrong. That's one possibility. Okay. Um, so how far should a person do this? Breaking all the barriers and striving to be nizdabik and Hashem. After a magnet. Like metal after a magnet. Now what does he mean to say by this? He means is a magnet is naturally drawn after the magnet. A uh, uh, metal is naturally drawn after the magnet. It's its teva. I have to unleash the powers in my soul and break down the barriers of my physicality to the point that the natural draw that the neshama has towards Hashem flies up. What did you find in there? You're glowing. Okay. Yeah, so he's saying it has to be to the point. When are you done? When? Where? What are you trying to get to? You're trying to get to the point where it's natural, where you've converted, literally, converted all obstacle to energy, to fuel, to propel yourself forward and forward to Hashem. Where you're naturally drawn after Him. Effortless. Iron is drawn after a magnet effortless. It just goes. That's how far we have to push until we get to that level. Now, so you'd say, okay, fine. Direct mitzvahs, I get it. Something is a mitzvah, I'm all over it. Right? Something is an avera, I'm staying away. So it's not only that. Even something that you, you might think, you might think that it could be an emtsoi, la curva zos, to be an intermediary for this. It's like a businessman. A businessman is not only that if something's a sure thing, he's going to make money, he's going to go for it. He'll even, maybe I'm going to make money here. I'm going I'm to invest energy, I'm going to invest time because maybe I'll make money. So to over here. You know what? If I, if I do this, I might, I might be able to get more closeness to Hashem. I might be able to do some more mitzvahs if I, if I do this, that, and the other. So if that's the case, you should do it. That means, that means stay away from, stay away, stay, also stay away from negative. We're going to see negative in a minute. Right now he's saying the positive. Anything that you might think, to this closeness, you should run after it, and grab it, and not let his hands go weak and, and, and let go of it. I mean, chase it down, grab it, don't let go of it, anything that may be an intermediary. And anything that may be, this is, he's adding an extra level, not just a virus, but something that may be something, which will prevent us, 
which will hold me back from my increasing closeness to Hashem, Yirach mimeno keboreach minaish. You have to run away from it like one runs away from fire. Again, natural. From fire, right? You don't have to be a big kochum. If I put a fire over you, you go whoop. Your hand jumps away, right? That's 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 the level to which one has to develop that sensitivity. Like the Posak says, Dovka Nafshi Acharecha, my soul clings after you. That's a magnet. My soul just goes after you, right? I, I'm not doing it. My soul's going after you. Be Tomcha Yeminecha. And I am supported from falling by your right hand. It means that I, I, uh, I'm protected from anything negative. So that, that's the level to which we want to become a magnet. There's nothing standing in its way, or iron drawn to a magnet. Kaven should be also because remember, the only reason why you're here is to get closer to Hashem. So that means to reach that closeness. Malto nafsho mikol moneya umafsida, and by running away from anything that holds me back from it or damages it, vehine and behold, acher sheyadonu veyizbarer etzleinu amitas haklalaze. Once this has all become clear to us, and if it hasn't, we should review it again. Let me know if we should go through the parak one again if you feel that there's points that we've not addressed. Or we should review it because once this become clear, if it hasn't become clear, the rest of it you're going to be doing with a false heart. This has to become clear to you. You have to believe it. Now that that's the case, now we have to investigate Al Protav and all of his details. Lefi Madrigo Sehem, according to all of their levels, Mitchilas Hadover Veat Sofo Kemo She Sidrum Rebbe Penchas Ben Yoyer. Bamaimer Shelo Shehevenu Kvar Bagdamoseinu Lehem and these details are Zahirus Rizus Nikius Prishus Hatahara Vahasidus Valnova Vyiras Hait Vahakidusha Vata Nevoiram Echad Echad Bisyata Dishmaya. Raboisa, I do want to ask you, we need to be hazarding, we need to bleed another. Is everybody here willing to take on a five, maybe ten, but certainly five-minute Hazara a day, every day? Yosef, you're in? Isaac, Paul, I mean? For Paul, right? No? Boy, I know you're in. It's critical. Okay, fine. Bleed nether, bleed nether. Five minutes. So, so I would do like whatever we did the previous week. You know, read, read that the whole week. Go over and over it every day. Whatever we did is, is until now has been hashkafik. We still should do it, pound it out every day until next week, and then uh, and this is going to be especially crucial once we get into the upcoming prokhi. Where is Torah learning on this list? Torah learning leads to everything else. This has been your said. Torah mezili day. The Torah leads to all this. That's what chapter one is. Chapter one has all been that. Torah is what guides you. Torah is what gives you instructions. What gives you your vision. That's what you just spent an entire parak doing. He brought you how many Maimari Chazal and how much everything else, right? 
That's that's what puts everything in the fra- in in the proper framework. If I bring leftover jewel brownies into the colon, yes. people eat, yes. Is that so? What's gonna happen? No, because what's gonna happen? If they have marijuana in them, if they're left over, you know, your dispensary brownies. You know what I mean? From your glaucoma patients, not you know what I mean, right? right? Yeah, right. Glaucoma patients, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. that maybe yeah, th- those don't bring it. But these other ones, again, first of all, there could be could be people who will eat them when they shouldn't be. But also, it's a long day of learning. Okay. And a person could start having a little bit of distractibility, uh, non yishev adas, not nachas ruach. You know, like you, the famous cake break in uh, in Machon Yaakov, Machon Shlomo, right? Somewhere, like somewhere really halfway to second seder. But a person that's going to have the cake break, they said that like that they really have to be on a, on a very. They don't have to be holding on a high spiritual level to be have that cake break. Say again. Person's going to have that cake break. They don't have to no, be holding because on a no, because he's not going to have nachas ruach. Right, that's what I'm saying. If you need it for your nachas ruach or yeshiva das. Then you take it, as long as it's not usher. But I feel like it's very difficult to differentiate whether or not I genuinely need this for Nachas Ruach or not. No? That's why I shouldn't give you gas.